a world filled with fast-paced living and constant demands on the aging body, it's easy to forget some of the simplest yet most essential elements of our well-being, hydration and nutrients. As you know, when I'm not in the studio recording a podcast or in the gym or out in the scrub hunting, putting rounds downrange, I'm somewhere in the world on a security gig, putting in the hard yards, ending up on TikTok. So legends that get some, keep me advancing forward, Jocko Fuel Supplements. More specifically, I've been smashing the Jocko Hydrate Sachets, which helps me replenish my electrolytes and other critical vitamins while boosting energy and supporting recovery. Also, just like my kids, my appetite for veggies goes as far as hot chips from the kernel. However, every morning I'll mix a scoop of Jocko Greens, Jocko Creatine into water, which helps me supplement my lack of and delivers all the nutrients for better gut health, immune support, cognitive function, and physical performance. And not to mention, tastes bloody good. So head over to www.getsome.com.au and use the code Zero Limits all in caps for a discount. I'll leave you with this for the day. Hard work, clean fuel, stronger, faster, smarter, better. Let's go. You're listening to a Zero Limits podcast brought to you by Two Ravens Tactical. Your hosts are Australian veterans, Matt and Shane, and we're here to give you the motivation to accomplish any goal you set your mind to. On these podcasts, we're going to be speaking to high-charging people with a zero-limit mindset that never say no. Let's go. All right, on uh, this episode of today's Zero Limits podcast, we have a Victorian by the name of Jared McNeil. He is probably more famous in the motocross world or the action sports world for doing a whip on his dirt bike with his dog on the front hangers, but turned out to be a <laughs> fake dog. Jared, welcome to the show. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank awesome. you. Thank you. Mate, it's uh, good to see you, Jared, and uh, it's been a while. Obviously, uh, due yeah. to COVID, you're stuck in the US and you know we're stuck here in Australia. We've had a whole bunch of stuff cancelled, obviously, as you know, and um, yeah, we're just waiting for this COVID to get done so we can get back to get back to touring again. Bit different, but he don't have someone protecting me these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I don't have, so- I don't have <laughs> yeah, someone jumping, all, jumping on my back. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to keep us in shape anymore. You're like, we're just out running a mark at the moment. No. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Well, um, mate, if you could just, uh, you know, for our listeners, give us a, a rundown on uh, your life, where, where you started and, you know, t- yeah. kind of where you are now. Rundown of my life. I uh, grew up like northern Victoria, born in northern Victoria, lived on both sides of the Murray River. Um, yeah, farm like a farm boy that grew up on a dairy farm and, Um, moved off that when I was about, uh, what, 11, 10, 11 years old. Um, parents had a motorcycle dealership up in Daniliquin. So I was born in Kerrang. Yep. Uh, moved to Daniliquin when I was around 10 or so, 10 or 11. Uh, raced motocross. Uh, it grew up, um, obviously with, uh, two, two brothers. So a younger one, an older one and an older sister. So grew up with a good family of six and, um, Racing motocross every weekend, yeah. uh, doing like state titles, regionals, two day opens, what, what just age, racing all across. Just to What's cut that? in, just to cut in, mate. What age did you uh, get on your first bike? I was what two and a half when I started riding a Pee Wee yeah, right. No training wheels, no training wheels. Just no, no. My bicycle had training wheels, and um, my motorcycle, my little bike, didn't. Yeah, Dad used to just run down the driveway with me. We had just a big <laughs> at the house. We just had a big, probably like. Or maybe an acre or two roundabout, so it was pretty big. And um, yeah, he just run behind me, and I'd get just I don't know, maybe just the throttle control 
that was how you know that's how I could yeah. balance was throttle control. Yeah. So I was able to ride from such a young age on a motorcycle. Like it was a lot easier on on the dirt bike. So um, BMX, my, my little bicycle though, that had a had a set of training wheels on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So. Yeah, but yeah, grew up there, had tracks and that on the farm and on our properties uh, growing up every, wherever we lived and um, yeah, racing on the weekends as a family and uh, raced professionally, uh, won, won Australian junior titles. So one, like I was one of the fastest amateurs in Australia yeah. in 2007, um, raced professionally in 2008, 2009. And around that same time, 2008, I got my first introduction to like the Krusty Demons. So we did yeah. a Shepherd and show yeah. and a Wagga Wagga show. And uh, from from that, it kind of led into 2009, which was uh, so I was racing uh, motocross, supercross, and that then as well. And I did a full Krusty tour of New Zealand. That was my very yep. first yep. ever like tour of like going on tour with a big you know big production like that. And then uh, 2010 rolled around, and uh, that was kind of the birth of Nitro Circus Live. Yeah, of course. So a lot of us guys, like Bill, go on the guys, some of the guys that you've interviewed, yeah. and that um, we came over from Krusty and into Nitro Circus, and uh, what well, that's been ten years now that we've been touring. Almost, yeah, well, last year was a bit messed up, but yeah, pretty much ten years of touring, and. Um, yeah, now what? 2010, I got invited to America for the first ever time, which yeah. was like a childhood dream. Um, thought I was going to go there for racing, but actually got invited for freestyle for the whip. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, so that was 2010. Got a uh, silver medal on my 19th birthday at my very first X Games. Yeah, awesome. And uh, been living here ever since. Um, got a got a property here in Southern California on ten acres, and yeah, nice. That's where I'm at at the moment. Just, yeah, nice, uh, man. Well, just to break it down, down COVID. Yeah, nice. Yeah, just days. just just to break it down. Um, you know, yeah. when did you transition from, um, the you know your supercross through to freestyle? You know, when was when did you do your first backflip? Was that the first move you did before? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny that because when I first uh, my first backflip I did in. On a on a full size bike was two thousand and ten. Yeah, it was the start of two thousand ten or the end of two thousand nine. Started two started two thousand ten, right at the start of the year, um, just to like a sand pile, and then um, I did some off uh, like fifty five foot, which is not the gap that yeah. we do in the Nitro Circus shows. So um, it was funny because. Uh, Nitro Circus put me on tour, but the condition was I had to flip at the first show. <laughs> and it was like something that I struggled with off 75 foot. In the foam pit, I did it all day long. Yeah. I was just being a being a bit bit soft about it, you know. And um, it took me a lot mentally to get over. Like it was a pretty hard one I struggled with. Yeah, and um, at that time, we were up in Brisbane for the first Nitro Circus show ever. And uh, Mike Pora, as you know, was yeah. like, you know, hey, you better do a flip or you're not doing the show. <laughs> and like, it, you know, obviously I'd done a tour in 08, like two stops of the tour in 08 as a, as a little grom. Yeah. And 2009 was like the first tour, but it's like, all right, you got to step it up. You got to do a flip. You know, we want you. They were just trying to support me and get yeah, me course. motivated, I suppose. And um, took me a bit, but I didn't end up flipping at the. So basically they said, yeah, you're not doing the first ever Nitro Circus show. You're sitting in the stands and you're watching it. Yeah. And so I literally sat in the stands and uh basically was sent home that week because I didn't flip 
to the, to, to the landing. <laughs> That's and um, Travis had seen me doing uh, whips out at this practice place where I was flipping the foam pit and stuff the week that week prior to the show. Yeah, and he was doing some some of the tandem backflip stuff when that first originated, like putting a person on the bike with him and doing that. And he seen me doing some pretty big whips and turndowns, and it was like, oh. You know, that's pretty sick, you know, and then um, come to the Sydney stop of the tour, like three shows later or whatever it was, because where they were booking out like back-to-back yeah, nights for yeah. like two or three nights in a row. It was crazy. And um, came to Sydney, the first show, my best friend, one of my best friends, Maddie Lewis, yep. came on tour for Sydney, um, accidentally misshifted on a short run-up and jumped the ramp on a he was riding a 250F at that time, which is kind of what we were all riding. Yeah, like, there's course. a fair few of us. Even Bilko was at that time yeah. riding kind of an underpowered bike for freestyle. And if you miss shifting first on a 250F, you're not making the gap. It's just <laughs> not It's not possible. In second gear, it's possible just yeah. anyway. So it's like he took a bunch of the dudes down and like it kind of hurt Minnie and Bilko on that. And that was like one of these big, in the intro video, there's a shot of it, of him just taking a bunch of dudes down yeah. for the, for the, for the live show. And, um, so he got taken out. Um, he was a bit sore and, and I think he got taken out and then Joel Brown came in another New South, uh, New South Wales kid. Yeah. Badass rider. He came in for the second night. He crashed. And they needed someone for the third night, and they're like, "Jared, I'm in. I'm back in Denny at that time. I'm like, hey, get here. Like, you're in. If you can make it here tomorrow. That was Sunday. If you can make it here through, the, like, get here by the time we've got to do the show, do practice, ride the show. You're in on tour. So I'm like, <laughs> That's pinned awesome. it was like eight hour drive. Me and Dad just pinned it there and got back on tour. So it's um it's pretty crazy. Like that was really like a weird, probably like 08 to 2010 was like a weird time because. I guess like 07 was my first time I went overseas. Yeah. I'd been jumping a ramp with um, Maddie McFarren um, and he was teaching me some tricks and stuff like that and Bilko and Cam Sinclair as I was racing motocross. Yeah. Um, as an amateur, they would take me um, up to there. Like I'd go down to Melbourne. I'd skip school for like weeks and just yeah. go down to Victoria and just ride motocross and ride ramps because my sister dated a guy, Cade Mosick, a pro racer at that time. And he was a bit older than me. So he could take me around everywhere and they were together for a long time. So growing up in my teen years, I was able to go and practice with him and he introduced me to Cam and Bilko. That's how I got to meet yeah, them. Of course. Yep. And then they kind of take, took a liking to me. I kind of like a younger brother and uh, showed me the ropes in the freestyle world, kind of got me that introduction into like the um, the crusty and kind of helped me with Nitro Circus. Like that would be a big influence in my freestyle career. They really opened up a lot of doors. Like, you know, Cam Sinclair took me to one of my very first ever shows um, in Australia and like big shows where I was getting paid to do it, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, like I did like the local Denny show a couple of times when I was like 14 or 15. But, you know, that was just like, uh, like you know, a young kid doing it for the local town. It was like the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Um, but I, you know, jumped ramps at a young, uh, young age on 85s, like smaller bikes and that. And, uh, went 2007, I went to, uh, lived in Singapore with Jackson Strong, yeah, right. Matt Farron, like some pretty cool dudes. And yeah. we were living there for like a month straight in Singapore. And it's such a cool, like a cool place to be is, for a month. It? Yeah. It's like a super yeah. clean, like it's a really, it's a neat, 
an neat place in Asia. Yeah, so, you're from Australia, um, aren't you? Yeah, that's, that's my uh, that's actually my background. I'm half Singaporean. Oh, really? Yeah, mum's mum's Singaporean. No yeah, oh, so that's that's where my family no is. That's why I'm nice and it's clean. Like, it, that's why I'm that's clean. That's the skin color, right? That's yeah, the kind that's, that's the color. That's the skin. The human yeah. skin. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Have you been there? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, multiple times. Yeah, I'll try. Obviously, your family. Yeah, you have heap, family in that there. Oh, heaps, heaps. They're everywhere. Oh, yeah, crazy. The, the typical Asians, mate. They're everywhere. And when, when he goes there, Jared, he's like the biggest Asian yeah, man. Like they look that. at me like you're not you're not Singaporean. He Godzilla. Like, yeah. <laughs> he got, Godzilla. Godzilla. We'll probably be sued for being racist. You, 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 like, you, you almost look like you have tribal tats, so they probably think you're from like New Zealand or, yeah, so or something. Yeah, Jed. Huh. Jed. Right? <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's man. Sick. Yeah. That uh, was a good place. We had did it for like the government. We did like a show there. That's wild. For the government, for like kind of like their, I don't know if it was their New Year's Eve or like their Australia Day, but like their Singapore Day. Yeah. It was massive. Yeah. Like with all the military and stuff, it was pretty sick. Yeah, so right. that was kind of my introduction into the freestyle stuff. That was pretty early. So that was like end of 07. And, and then, yeah, like 08 was introduction into Krusty. Then yeah. 9 was, was the very, tour very young for Krusty. Still. What's that? You were very young still, Jared, doing that sort of stuff. You were 18, 17? Yeah. I would have been... Uh, what, 07? I would have been 16, 16 yeah. turned 17, I yeah. think, right? Fuck, that's, yeah. that's crazy. I'm too, born in 90, 91. It's always crazy baby. when I look back too because it's like everyone's starting to blur blur over. Like these yeah. when I tell the stories, I try and make sure that I'm like yeah. kind of in the same era of like yeah. years. That's funny, yeah, because like in 2007 I was in East Timor then 2008 really? I, was in, I was in Afghanistan in 2008. 2008 I was in year 12 at Toronto High School. <laughs> Uh, where did you grow up? Uh, Toronto High here in New South Wales, near uh, Newcastle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Newy. Yeah. yeah. Still city, baby. So, so how old are you then? I'm uh, thirty next for, next week next next Friday. Oh, so you're not you're born in ninety one too? Yeah, I am. Sure, I am, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ninety one, baby. Yeah, so you're just a little bit older than me. I'm July thirtieth. So yeah, nice. Yeah, isn't it funny? Yeah. Like we're so almost. I, I quit. I quit school at fifth when I was what fourteen nine months or something. Oh, did you <laughs> to go work on the yeah. farm or to chase your motorbike dreams? Uh, to where well, I was, a, uh, my parents said we had we had a motorbike shop at that time, but it was yeah. like they wanted me to go get a job. Obviously, not with them, and as like just to go work. They're like it was kind of like the thing. Like I got um I got kicked out of school for like, what? Tell for, us. A, Tell like us. for a week or so. A week. Yeah, like what, a week what did you do? Something. What did you do? Tell us what you did. <laughs> Kiss some right. chicks. So like <laughs> I was I wasn't the best kid at school for sure. I know that, but um. I uh, I was very outspoken in class and that, oh. and, um, oh, but this that. was funny because like I was in, uh, we were in, we were doing some computers class or something, and um, there was this like kind of like this Darrow kid just talking to me, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like I'm like, shut up, like I want to listen, like I knew he was gonna, I knew the teacher was gonna say something. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I was probably just like at that time, like, dude, just shut up, like, yeah, please. And he looks, the teacher looks at me, he goes, Jared, get out. I'm like. He's talking to me and I'm trying to listen. He's like, get out. I'm like, it's not even me. Like, I'm just like getting frustrated. I'm like, whatever, man. So I'm like walking out the door and he was like standing behind the door. Yeah. And he pushed the door into the back of me as I'm walking out. So I just turned around and just booted the fucking door. It's it like slammed in between the wall and him. And I was like, yeah, you're going to slam it into me. You're going to get it back, right? And, um, That's heavy. yeah, so then, then I go to the principal's office, which me and the principal were like 
pretty damn close, hey. Yeah. Um, I was always down there. So, um, <laughs> but he was like, but like he had, we had a good deal. Like you know, like if I was good in class, which I got Wednesdays, like half of Wednesdays off. So when all the kids on Wednesday would do sport, yeah, I would go home and ride. That was my, so like that was mine and his deal. Like if I was good, <laughs> um, up to that point. I was good and I was good. He, I wasn't in the wrong at that situation. Yeah. Like I probably was in the wrong kick in the door, but but he shouldn't have pushed the door into me. Like he should have just let me walk yeah, out. Of course. And um, so it was, yeah, it's just kind of a weird situation. But the next day I was with the woodwork teacher and he was like, I remember we all, <laughs> he's like an old dude with glasses, he's too old. <laughs> and he leaves the classroom. And so all of us like start jumping in closets and like hiding and like <laughs> all of us like put our chairs on the other side of yeah, the yeah. desks and face the back windows of the woodwork shop. And he comes in and he's like talking, looking on the board, starts doing shit. And he like turns around and he's like, notice it like half class <laughs> gone. And like, yeah, like we're all looking at the back door, like back wall and stuff. And then he starts, everyone's like, all oh, the kids are like coming back and like popping out and everyone we all kept there. And everyone like everyone was just joking around or whatever. And then, you know, he kind of got a bit obviously he got frustrated and pissed yeah. off. And then he pointed me out and he's like, Yeah, well, you yesterday, blah, 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 <laughs> in the other class, which was connected to woodwork, like in the same those two talked to each other, the two teachers, and yeah. had the same kind of class, if that makes sense. Yeah. And he's like, Blah blah blah, and I just got up and I just started losing it. Like, don't like, don't <laughs> effing talk about this crap in a different class. Like, you don't need to bring it up. Like, it's got nothing to do with today, you know. Yeah, right. And he's like, go to the principal. So I went to the principal. He's like, look, man, probably gonna have to put you in like the classroom across the hall for a week, or or send you home. And uh, he's like, I'm gonna call your mom and figure it out. So he calls mom, and mom, and he's like, look, I'm thinking about just sending Jared home. And mom's like, well. You know, he's going to go home. He's going to ride all week. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'd rather him just go home and ride all week and train and get better than sit across here and have to do all this stuff. It was That's freaking so cool. sweet. Like, that is awesome. So maybe is your principal principal kind of contributed to your, your career in, in a way? Yeah, where the teachers hated me. Yeah. Where all the teachers hated me. Like not what? like even in the classes Why? where I was good, <laughs> like, you know, like – the class like woodwork. I love woodwork. I yeah. love metalwork. I yeah. loved all those classes. But the teachers, like they hated me because like <laughs> you're just I was good. hardly ever there too. Yeah. Like yeah, I was like course. I was like kind of almost a disruption to the class because I was like I was always away racing motocross and I was like kids the kids liked me. Like the kids were always stoked because I was kind of like think of a nine thousand population town. I was probably like the biggest thing to come out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so like even even a kid at fourteen or thirteen years old, like they were watching me do, you know, supercross or motocross, and watching me on the like in the newspaper, and like I was kind of like a, like growing up, I was getting like a lot of a public in you know in the newspapers yeah, and things like media, that. Yeah. So yeah, so the teachers were kind of funny. They kind of didn't like it because they kind of wanted you to be like every other kid in the classroom, just you know, to think that way, to be and act that way, to just, Oh yeah. Just, oh, I was, they just train yeah, you. Like they just it. train you. Like I just hated it. I just, I was, a, I was the same. Like, I was the same, mate. Like yeah. all my teachers said, you'll never join the army. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. And yeah. you know, now I run a multi-million dollar company. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, isn't it? Like they told me I'd love to be a fly on the wall when you go to high school. I remember my <laughs> fifth or sixth grade teacher saying that. And I'm like, 
all like my French teacher like hated me and I'm like now I'm like now I've been to France that many times yeah, that's it. I've seen everything in France I've seen that much stuff that you've yeah. probably never seen and you're a made up French teacher from Australia like a made up French teacher <laughs> you know you're, I mean? you're only like, fake it's awesome but then again if you didn't have teachers like that exactly then then yeah. I wouldn't have made it being driven to be more to think hey I want to be my own yeah. person and yeah. do my own thing right because they, they just put you in a category like you're going to finish school, you're going to get a normal job or you're going to go to college, you're going to be uh, – or they think you're going to be a rocket scientist yeah, or that's something. Yeah, that's it. That's, how, that's how it was then though, you know, like in those you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, even, you know, when I was growing up early 90s and late 80s, you know, it's it was – that's all they thought. It was just school and uh, a trade. That was it. Yeah, there was, it. Yeah, there was, obviously, yeah. how many people back then would have thought you would become what you are now, like one of the – greatest FMX fighters out there with, you know, almost the most medals of X Games. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you think about it, kids nowadays are leaving school to play video games. That's Yeah, that's Dude, it, exactly. eh? And some of them are like – They're getting paid way more than Millions and millions. Yeah, some of them are just <laughs> massive. It's incredible, it's, isn't it's it? It's so. different. And then you, you look know? at the other end of the of the spectrum, they're all, they're all getting all the clothes off the yeah. money as well. Yeah. yeah. OnlyFans page, yeah. you know. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Only, OnlyFans, like, Maddie. Way different ways of making money nowadays. You got a, sure. you, have you got an OnlyFans, Jared? <laughs> uh, we were actually going to set one up for Mellow, the cow. <laughs> oh, no. We were thinking about just making money from Mellow. Like, it's just like OnlyFans, you just tune in to just hang out with Mellow. But I don't, I think we were just joking about it, like, because we're not going to do that. We're never getting on there that. There is. Shit. I did say on Facebook last week that there is a um, Twitch live stream of someone's um, house, but it's, vac- uh, it's facing a stop sign. And people are just tuning into the live stream and they're putting basically bets on to see if the cars are going to stop at the stop sign. Yeah, right. And now it's become more like popular. People are getting, are going to where their locations to get in the live stream video. And it's just a camera on like a tripod, and then it's I can't find I don't know where it is now, but you'll be able to find. And it is it'll be making money because with stream you got to pay. Sorry, with Twitch you got to pay to get on. Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's some, like donate, donate yeah. money or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so some blokes at home just like reaping in like the money just for sitting at and home. It's just a stop sign. It's just a stop sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's all people dancing and having lots uh, lightsaber fights and stuff, you know, to get on the live stream. It's it's freaking weird. Yeah, hey, right. just just touch that's on school. Funny. Why are we watching that? Like that's I don't know, but that's what people do. Exactly, that's, that's this. Like, think the, about the stuff that we're watching now. Like yeah, the world we live in. It's bonkers. I remember, like back in the day, it was just Big Brother. It was Big Brother on yeah. TV, and that was it. Now it's you literally. I think it's real now. Yeah, there's, it's real. There's Big Brother's like real. There's a TV show on like Foxtel. Yeah. There's a TV show on Foxtel. It's like it's called uh, Gogglebox. So you're watching oh, yeah, someone yeah. else watch TV. Like it's really weird. Do you have yeah, that over there? Reactions to TV. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh mate, this like, so how's that? A- I don't know where we're going in this, with this world. Can we just touch back on your school days for a sec, Jared? If you, like, obviously if you didn't get in trouble with your, with your school teachers and you didn't get that time off to go home and ride dirt bikes and around the farm, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Would you still be living in Denny or Kerrang or would you be the committee of the Dinliquin Din- Din- Ute Muster? Would you be the yeah, head Yeah, no, I'd probably member? be just running the show there. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the mayor, I think. So. <laughs> 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 uh, nah, um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, like, I just love... If I'm not riding bikes, I just love um, earth moving like tractors. I just like farming and yeah. earth moving or construction. So um, that's what I'd be doing, I think. Like it's what my family does and have done and yeah. a lot of people I know. And uh, that's what I enjoy doing when I'm not riding. So um, 
I think I'd just be, I would have just, I would think I wouldn't have left school anyway. And I would have got a job. Like I had that welding job um, when I left school and yeah, that was awesome. My boss was super young at the time. Like, you know, my boss was 23, had his own welding business. Oh, wow. and, um, just a local a welding shop in town. And yeah, I was sweet. We used to just go out and work on uh, like on big equipment, welding up equipment or building sheds or u- like heavy duty um, fuel tra- like fuel trailers or yeah, yeah. utility trailers and stuff like that. We just did all kinds of stuff and it was an awesome job. I really enjoyed it. Like I learned more about like measurements and doing things like that, figuring out all that stuff than I ever did at school. Yeah. Um, it was like, it was really cool, but my parents just wanted me to go there and learn how to like make money and have a living just to say that I've had a job, you know, because at that point my writing career was starting to, to, to speed up and I was starting to get a name for myself. And I probably had that job for like six to eight months. Um, tried to be there as much as I could full time. And, and then uh, just trying to race on the weekends and that just everything became busier. And then obviously the shows, Nitro, so, uh, like, uh, not sure, um, at that time I went to Singapore. Yeah. So for a month, like things like that, just shows started to pick up and it was like, yeah, it was, it was pretty sweet. Like it, it just evolved, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, that's it. That, yeah. That's a big thing too with FMX, like the, how it's involved, you know, evolved over the last, you know, from that first backflip, you know. Actually, I was just listening to that podcast you did the other day with uh, the Riders podcast. What's it called? Yeah. About the yeah. guy that did that first backflip in 1991, was it? One. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a and that, Yeah, 91. <laughs> I'll show you the footage. I thought it was like 2001. No, no so obviously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, 10 years before you thought and yeah. I thought. And 10 years. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the footage. Jared and I weren't even born probably. Maybe the same yeah. year. 91, we were born. Yeah, yeah but like, it might, might have been like the start If we did it in January, we weren't. No. Yeah, so that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. 91, crazy, the box yeah. would have been ancient. But obviously you can see how much Good. it's evolved from 91 through to Josh Sheen doing a triple backflip, you know, like it's just been incredible, yep. especially your riding as well. You know, obviously you did your first backflip 2007 and then from there you've just, you're doing yep. everything now, anything and everything. Yep. And, Man, I've seen, yeah, no, obviously, I've seen you, you know, doing jumps as well, and you're doing backflips with no hands, and you've got a, you know, half the time you're taking your phone up and just doing like a live, you know, snap feed of you just doing backflips, doing it, a whip, yeah, yeah doing whips yeah. and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm a great dirt bike rider, Jared, but it's like I'm pretty shit. Um, I'm like a fire <laughs> trail hero, but like to see you guys and understand like someone's concepts of how to ride a bike and flip it around, it's it's actually wild. People look at it and go, "Oh yeah, you know, he's just doing a backflip or whatever." But when you get on a dirt bike, you know, and you have a go, you're like, "Yeah, sweet man, these blokes are absolute nutcases." It's like the blokes <laughs> who ride Dakar, the blokes who ride the Osberg Rodeo, you know. And so they go yeah, for have you had hours. Toby Price on yet? No, we're trying get- to get Toby Price. Yeah, we became. That's the guy you need to get. Yeah, that's the machine. You need to get on. You've got the connect. Definitely, you got the connect. Yeah, we should be able to. I've just, dude, between all of us, there's a good connection. Yeah, well, exactly. Sure. Yeah, I'm I sure. wouldn't that'd mind. Be, that'd be just a t- especially for like the mentality, like yeah, 100 duration. Mate, it's a different. Of that race. That's a different ball game, isn't it? Absolutely Graham, yeah, different ball game. Graham yeah. Jarvis as well, as well. The uh, Pommy UK rider, the enduro. He was uh, trolled. Who's that? Graham Jarvis. Like you won Osberg oh, yeah, Rodeo yeah, like yeah. fucking like what twenty yeah. times or something. Gnarly, that guy. Dude, he's insane. I'll show you videos of him, Matt. He spoke his mental. He's, I think his background was like troll troll bike riding. Um, For sure. And then he's just he's just in, insane. Yeah, right. He's like controlling balances beyond. Over COVID, just like buried deep in your phone and social media <laughs> and just watching stuff and oh, just funny. Each week he was just like in his garden shed. <laughs> <laughs> he just crushed it. <laughs> 
he had crushed his garden shed, just wrecking his concrete wall and riding off this and jumping over a wheelbarrow and jumping in through, falling <laughs> right. through the roof of his garden shed. Like, yeah, he's absolutely. This is like, man, we were just stuck at home, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's in his bloody backyard. Yeah. All right, well, let's um, let's crack on with uh, more of the, um, your competitions. So, obviously, X Games. You know, X Games is one of the biggest competitions. You know, it's been around for a very long time now, and you've kind of cemented, you know, your quality at FM, um, you know, within FMX at X Games. Um, your medal tally, you know, up to fifteen medals now: nine gold, three silver, three bronze, and you're at the stage now where two more medals you equal uh, Twitch's medal uh, tally and if you get two two or three more gold or two more gold I think Travis on 11 if you get two more then you yep. take you know the most gold ever in X Games which is hectic would be huge yeah hopefully we can get more of them yeah so you know let's talk about X Games a bit more what, what's your discipline like what um yep. obviously so, I've, I've watched it over the last few years and watched you you know every time you're there I'm always watching rooting you guys yep. on so but uh, yeah, run it, yes, run us yes. through what, what you're what you're getting all these goals for. Yeah, so um, I got invited 2010 for um, best whip. So that was the first uh, the first ever X Games I did. Yeah, best whip, and uh, that's the one that I've competed in the most. And and most of those medals are there, uh, kind of mixed. But um, what I'm known for is yeah, obviously whips, and and I've got a lot of medals there. Um, one of the medals I got in uh, Speed and Style, which is a track where yeah. you're racing around. That was earlier, like 2013, 14 or something, yeah. um, where yeah. you race the track, but then you have to do you have to hit freestyle ramps and do tricks at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Bilko was uh, always coming second in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he did really he did well <laughs> at that. I think I got a what I got a bronze one year for that. Um, and then the third event that I was in X Games ever was like in as far as like in order. Um, was uh, moved into uh, step, step up. up. So yeah. um, the back-to-back four, never been done a four-peat in X Games, back-to-back four years in a row, gold medals. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, just just for the listeners, obviously there's a lot of guys out there that don't know what step up is. Step up is. Yeah, it's yeah. basically obviously like high jump, but really yeah. pretty much on a FMX bike. Yeah, basically exactly the same. You have, um, instead of having a pole vault like bar to like get over or like a high jump where you're like, if you jump over the bar with your yeah. body and get it over. Um, we have a about a 12 to 14 foot takeoff lip and we're going about 40, about 43 feet in the air plus. And uh, yeah, it's, you don't travel far in distance, but you go straight up, you take the motorcycle and get it over the bar. And obviously it's pretty straightforward. If you hit the bar and it falls down, you're out. If yeah. you get over the bar clean, yeah. you win. So the last man standing is the winner. So yeah. and what, my what's, favorite event. What's the height? Is, the height? What's the the record? Um, so the record's 47 off a 14-foot tall lift. Shit. And off a 12 is probably – I've probably got the record, which is about 43-plus. So it's – which was uh, – the year I did that was – I was probably – at the record of what it was off a of 14 yeah. flip, but they obviously just they don't give give it out that easy. No, and I've seen obviously I've watched it and there's been heaps of crashes and like you guys are going oh, yeah. so high, like it's incredible. The legends, all the legends have competed in it. Yeah, too. You, Ricky, you Ricky Carmichael, Jeremy McGrath, yeah, like all the legends. Yeah, yeah, some big dudes have done it. I so. remember watching the step up at Dreamworld when I went there with my family in like 2001, 2002. 
I don't know, forget the riders, like who they were sort of thing, but I remember seeing they were just doing like no-hander, Superman and the step-up and the crowd was going was, bonkers. Was that X Games or was that Planet X? Planet X, I Planet think it X, was. Yeah. I was going to say Planet X. That was like yeah. one of the first ones. Yeah, like, I, I was there as well. Yeah. I was there. Yay. Yeah. Really? Out. Yeah. <laughs> I was at, I remember like as my it was, first. It was cool. My first, you know, uh, introduction. Obviously back then to 2001, mate, I was rollerblading. Yeah. I'm a rollerblader. What was I doing? Yeah. I've no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and, but you and Haffy get along really well. Yeah, yeah. You and Haffy are like Blade Brothers. Yeah. I, Blade yeah. Brothers. <laughs> 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 hey, like. I didn't know that. You just kept that quiet. Yeah. You kept that well, real quiet. Yeah. Well, I was actually uh, not too bad what? at one stage on the old roller bay. I like ice skating. So I'm ever, actually yeah. a pretty good ice skater. Did you ever drop in? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Ska- <laughs> I was always, I was always <laughs> at the, the skate not parks. The, not the not the roll into the landing of the <laughs> nah, Did no, you drop in the No chance, mate. No chance. What? Into the airbag. No. Nah, what the no, heck? No chance. Oh, I'm hundred and twenty kilos. You, I'd pop that bloody airbag. Wait till we get back on tour, mate. Before I ever come on tour, <laughs> oh. which I, I might, you know, I want to rollerblade something. I want to have it. I want to have a crack. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as I was saying, like, uh, yeah, Planet X, like, I remember that was kind of my first introduction into X, X you know, um, extreme sports. Up, up a dream world. Yeah. Up, yeah, up a dream world. A, a dreamy. And, um, Try and drop. You know, it's funny, you know, 20, 15, 20 years later, I'm touring the world with Nitro Circus. Like it was yeah. just, just absolutely, That's interesting, isn't yeah, it? man. Like it yeah. was just one of those things. And obviously I met you, uh, what do you mean about two? I, I jumped on tour 2013, 2014. Yeah. So did, um, yeah. was it, did you crash in, uh, in, um, yeah. Dubai? Was it you that broke your ankle? Who broke that ankle in Dubai? Nah. That was nah, one of my me. first Dubai. tours. I, was I it the Abu Dhabi Dubai show? Yes, yes. It was Abu Dhabi. Like the, not, it was like it was, it was Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Was that you? Next door. Who was it? No, I can't, I, I can't remember. I I was fine on that. I was just I came in late. I was like super That's late. Right, yeah. But um, Tony Cooper got heard of that one. Actually. I can't remember. I honestly, can't Matt, remember. Matt, it wasn't was it? It wasn't McFerrin. Might have been McFerrin. Actually, McFerrill. Yeah, Maddie McFerrill, McLovin. It's funny because Maddie, like um, for Shane, like Shane doesn't know who Maddie is. Maddie's um, another FMX rider, one of the OGs of FMX, and his sister actually as well is uh, a rider as well. They do do this uh, this jump where she'll sit behind him and they'll switch positions on the bike in in the air. Yeah, it's crazy. That's heavy. It's good. It's a good part of the show. Yeah, and they were both uh, both animals on the on the piss. Oh, <laughs> That's what they were called, uh, the McFerrells. Are they, they, they Aussie? Yeah, Aussie. Yeah, yeah, Gold, Gold Coast. Oh, yeah, of course. Gold Coast. But, um, they're actually they're actually Melbourne Victorians. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, originally. Yeah, yeah, originally. Yeah. Mexicans. Yeah. Mex- yeah, Mexicans. Yeah. Mexicans, <laughs> like me, Mexicans. Jared, just um, while we're still talking about your tours, what's your best and your worst tour experiences? Like your most fun you've had and the worst tour you've been on well, whether, whether it be like the catering or whether it be just moving around in Europe because we'll chatting to Bilko I think it was and he was saying that like since every every city's so close you basically pack up in the next morning you're in like another city and he said just thought yeah. sometimes another country literally yeah. wake Sorry, up yeah. we're in another country yeah so just give us give Wor- a rundown worst part um, was probably not even that bad like maybe I mean, I'd say injuries, but that just comes with riding, so it's not necessarily about touring. So you, sometimes you get hurt, but uh, maybe, uh, maybe like, and flying's good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but like just dealing with idiots in the airlines and trying to explain to them 
what motorcycle suspension is and that it's the same as a bicycle suspension yeah. and that it is safe to fly with and that they're just literally just idiots. And it's always LAX. It's always LAX yeah. too. That LAX. They always take your suspension. What do you yeah, mean? So just, you guys take your suspension out of the box? Man, they rip their yeah, bikes apart. They, at, at the end of the yeah. show, the start of the show, they rip their bikes apart. Ah, yeah, and okay, take all right. their But they're like stuff. not – like we don't take the engine and things like yeah, that. Of course. We just take a lot of other stuff. We'll yeah. take like seats, rear like subframes for the part where the air filter is on like the back of the bike yep. and like parts all through the front and suspension, a lot of, lot of little trick parts we have on our bikes for doing tricks. Yeah. So – how come you don't yeah. ship them fully um, built still? How come you don't put them in like a container or stra- strap them all down? And- well, some years, sometimes we do. Ah, oh, right. But, okay. yeah, sometimes like on a tour, if we go to like a Europe country, we might get a brand new bike from Europe rather than shipping ours over. Like oh, yeah. our bikes got stolen not long ago. Yeah, in France. Oh, <laughs> in from, France, the, from the shipping, hey, do shipping you know, yard. Did they found my bike. Oh, did they? No way. Found my bike. Because it was about my eight, was eight bikes, wasn't there? Yeah. It was about eight well, bikes. Like was it? Yeah, because Travis, Travis' bike got knocked off as well. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah. yeah. So they found my bike. I'm just like made an offer to try and get it back, but um, yeah. Because they didn't freaking... take they didn't take one bike because it didn't have the clutch cable, so they couldn't get it uh, out of gear. Yeah. Is that it? I yeah. think it might have been Mike Mason's bike or Adam Jones Something actually. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's heavy. Yeah. There's only one bike left because they couldn't. Yeah. So they normally, like, sometimes our bikes go on tour. Sometimes we get brand new bikes and all, like, pretty much brand new bikes. And then we'll yeah. bring our parts on tour. So it just depends on where we are and what country we're going yeah, to. Or gotcha. where, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, in, terms with, in terms with that, you know, what was your best show, your best uh, location in the best world? Best time. Um, honestly. Oh man, there's so much cool stuff. Like I just love, like I just love being able to say that I've been pretty much everywhere around the world for riding a dirt bike, and like seeing pretty much every country, every place. Like yeah, definitely. You know, you're getting, you're getting paid for it too. Spots, the back, like I couldn't tell you, like, uh, like one of my most memorable tours, I think, was like a, a bit of a life changing experience I had in um, New Zealand, actually. Um, it was kind of crazy. Like I had a um, like a a breakup of a long relationship, and went to New Zealand and yeah. just had a lot of fun with local people. Like you know, when all the guys were on tour, going and doing like the normal yeah. stuff that we've yeah. done over the years, after year after year. Like yeah, don't get me wrong, going out like the guys went out on a boat and had um had an awesome day swimming. I don't know if you went on that one, Maddie, where they went off offshore one of the last. Uh, Two tours. This was 2017. They went yeah. off. I missed one or two um, tours. I was in uh, yeah. Afghanistan. So they went off on a boat night, and, and I decided when after the show. So it was kind of weird. Like I had a crazy experience. Hey, like um, a long relationship breakup, and I was in New Zealand, and I just like I, I was at a show. Um, was it? It was north of Auckland. Yeah. And um, every year, every two years, we go to New Zealand. So yeah. um, I remember. This, this this kid, I remember this kid came up to me. And he's like at the show at this show years back. He's like got me to sign his driver's license. Two years later, we're at the, we're at this other show, and he'd made his because New Zealand's not super big, so he got to this other show. Yeah, and he was in the crowd, and he's like, Jared, do you remember this? You signed. He's like holding his phone up with a photo. He's like, you signed my ID. Like this is it. Remember? That's, that's awesome. I'm like, dude, I freaking I vaguely remember that. Like I remember. Cause that doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So I was like, 
I remember that. And he's like, dude, what are you doing tomorrow? Like later, let's go because we have after parties in each town yeah, normally. So, yeah, hey, yeah. let's meet up at the at the after party tonight because they always announce where it's at and stuff. We'll meet up and blah, blah, blah. So we met up at the after party. We're all there. And he's like, hey, do you want to come and hang out? I'll take you to the most northern point of New Zealand. Like it's the coolest experience. We'll have a good group of us. You want to come? Like we'll get whoever the boys want to come in. Yeah. the Nitro riders and that. I'm like, hey, let's go around and ask them. And I went around and asked, and I was saying, I'm like, hey, if you want to go and ask them, go and ask them. They all rejected it. They're like, no, I don't want to do it. Dude, I'm like, pick me up at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm in. Like, this sounds fun. Yeah. Had the most sickest experience. Like, we're riding, going to his friend's houses on the way out there, cruising around, looking at their backyards, like some riding spots, looking at the beach and stuff. We're at, um, it's called, called 90 Mile Beach. It's on the yeah. West Coast, northwest coast of new zealand dude we're riding dirt bikes on the sand dunes like yeah, being shit. stupid i didn't have a helmet on like we're riding around the dunes and just cruising we've got flip-flops and stuff but i'm like <laughs> this is we're just on the beach like it's just freedom and um then we're on 90 mile beach in the back of a ute with a park bench like i'm not a big, drink- I'm not a big drinker so i wasn't drinking but i was just hanging out and the boys were all just getting drunk we're doing like I don't know, 110k down the beach, Jesus dead soup, sitting in a park bench, <laughs> just going all the way to the north of the new of New Zealand, like up they, you know, there's like 30 of us, like a big mixed group, boys, girls. It was just like the best, best time. We um they like lifted me up onto the lighthouse, like a couple of us up onto the lighthouse. Yeah. Like you could grab the like ladder and like pull yourself up to like, you know, like you have this lift to lift me like a story high. And uh, got me up there, like, man, just the coolest feeling, like the most northern point being on a lighthouse where the boys, like, lifted you up to get up into it, you know yeah, what I mean? Cool. It was, like, insane. And um, I got, I did have a couple, like, later on, later in the tour, I started to have a couple of drinks. So I remember down yeah. um, in Invercargill, being down in Invercargill, and, like, they have some, like, weird little alcoholic, like, alcohol system going on down there where, like, <laughs> the bars are owned by the town. So... Yeah, All right. the revenue from the town gets put back into sporting, schooling, infrastructure yeah. within the town, and the town owns the alcohol license, so yeah, it's right. only served okay. at one bottle shop. Like you can only buy it at certain places at certain times, but then they shut down at like two a.m. and then it's like underground, like back door, like <laughs> yes, in there, just like going through back doors, through into buildings and stuff. Like I was like. Had never experienced this, so I had a good time. Like yeah. that was a good, yeah, awesome. good experience. Um, Especially because you're coming, you're coming off a bit of a down. You know, obviously separating from. Yeah, you. exactly. Like I was trying to find things to do. Like I remember we, um, the same buddy that I signed his license. We were in Auckland. I had to go down there and do my US visa in Auckland, so I had to spend a week down or three to four days down in Auckland, off tour as well by myself. So I was like, just me by myself in Auckland, just like cruising around at night, like hanging out with locals, trying to meet yeah. people or whatever. And he was a like a plaster or something in the building. And he came came to Auckland to do work, he had to finish up some stuff. He ended up like, we ended up going down to like one of the bars, like hanging out, having a couple of drinks. He ended up like crashing on the floor in my hotel room <laughs> that night. But we were sitting there and he had to go to work the next day. And there was like in Auckland, they'd have all the bike riders on the you know that take you yeah, around yeah, like the yeah, three seat yeah. thingy and these girls pulled up and they're obviously trying to get work to take you to ride you back like to your hotel or, like to oh, ride like you around town and make money that's yeah. what they do so i'm like 
just talking to them and they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, I'm honestly bored. I'm like hanging out, just trying to find stuff to do. And they're like, oh, do you want to come hiking up to like, oh, what was it called? Like Cape Iran. Trying to think of the name of the mountain, but they took me to this mountain and we hiked it. Like it was just a fun experience with two random strangers. Yeah, awesome. They just took me and in their car, drove up there with, a, with this other dude and we just all hung out and hiked. It was like just some life-changing experience. Yeah. I like felt like in like my feet, like the way I felt was a lot different. Um, just had some weird like, weird experience there that made me feel different than yeah, nice. I've ever felt ever. Um, you just felt alive. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Felt alive. Went to New Zealand, uh, to uh, Japan after that. And yeah, it's crazy. Then I guess I uh, then like, well, a couple of years later, I uh, proposed to my wife now. So yeah, um, nice. which is, which is kind of news, but um, finally, finally married, finally married now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of, uh, we've kind of, it's not fully yeah uh, shotgunned it yeah it's proper yet we have was because of COVID but um, I know because yeah, it all got been, shut down obviously because of stuff. COVID you couldn't get married yeah because oh yeah I, got, I told Shane I got the invite and then COVID struck and yeah. I was like couldn't even go couldn't even yeah hectic so we're gonna we're just gonna wait a little bit to have the ceremony and all the like have it's just about having everyone together oh, that's, for one, that's like, all it is having, that's all it is yeah you know having my family her family there together yeah. at one time like the two, it's just like one time where everyone can come together I know. Finally, finally. So, Jared, is yeah, the honeymoon going to be down at the uh, Denny Ute Muster by any chance? Oh, of course, mate. We're just <laughs> down the local pub. That's where we'll have it. <laughs> hey, um, um, let's touch on the so injury that, list. Uh, we went through Bill K. He was our first um, podcast E podcast interview we had, um, and he yeah. is broken. He's he's busted. He's busted. He's busted. All you, over, including yeah. his face is busted. Too. Are you as, as, as busted <laughs> as, as Bilko? What injuries? Uh, major, minor. That's it. Because you know, obviously, FMX um, is pretty pretty uh, hectic, and it's a it's a dangerous sport. It's one of the most dangerous sports dangerous. out there. Oh yeah. So um, very dangerous. Yeah. Let's run through, oh, your, through your list. I got my right yeah. wrist. I broke three times. And the third time, it's got plates and screws in it. Um, my uh, ankle, left, uh, right ankle. Yeah. Um, that was a, that was actually trampoline. So that wasn't even like that was like <laughs> embarrassing. But that was like trampoline in <laughs> Vegas. With, they made you wear they made you wear high like Nike like Jordan shoes, like just stupid to wear on a trampoline. But that make you wear that. I snapped my ankle there. Um, broke my leg. Everything else is moto. So broke my leg. Oh, BMX, I did a collarbone. That was one of my first, that was my first ever broken bone was collarbone, I think. Yeah. Um, everything else was motorcycle. We had leg. I've uh, done my ACL, meniscus, had that replaced and fixed. Um, I've uh, broke my back twice. Wow. Um, that's, that's pretty scary. Uh, broke ribs. Um, separate, like tore my shoulder a bit. Uh, what else? And multiple concussions, obviously. More multiple concussions. Definitely had multiple concussions. Yeah. Some pretty bad ones. That's Hit it. Some concrete walls wide open one or two times. Yeah. So and it's, it's a common trend, you know, that we've spoken about with all yeah. the boys, you know. Um, the yeah. Concussions is like, it's even the BMX kids, you know, same thing. They're smacking their heads. And it's, 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 yeah, a, it's, it's a bit of a, scary, good. a scary injury. Very yeah, common. Definitely. Done a lot of internal damage. Done. Um, Crushed my spleen. Uh, crushed my spleen. Almost had that removed. Holy I've shit. had uh, lacerated liver, uh, bruised lung. Uh, pretty much destroyed one of my kidneys. That that one of my kidneys pretty much 
kind of doesn't really work. That's why I don't really drink alcohol because it it's just painful, like it hurts. The like that alcohol rejection, it's yeah, just gnarly. So, yeah. um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I've done a fair bit of internal damage. It's not good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we got a little bit of a hit list here of questions you want to get through. Are you still there, Joe? Sorry if this is changing. You're right, no, you're right, mate. You're right. <laughs> my brother, my brother is just trying to call me. Awesome. Um, hopefully, yeah, I just had to hang up on him. <laughs> you're right. Um, conspiracies. Matt says that you love a conspiracy. Matt and I, we're not full conspiracy like tinfoil hat gang. Um, but we we do we do like to dabble in the in the what ifs or what if that didn't happen. Give us a I'm run down. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid. afraid. Tell us, bro. Yeah, not afraid. Because, yeah, every time uh, we, we tour together, we always sit down and yeah. we, we talk. We it's, talk and talk about the it's world. Just, yeah. Mate, it's just a labelled. They're all real. They're just labelled conspiracies. I'll tell you one, and my girlfriend, Scarlett, she thinks I'm an absolute dickhead for believing this, but Port Arthur Massacre. Yeah. Go onto YouTube and there is um, audio of Martin Bryan chatting to the police and the police, they hear gunshots in the background and Martin Bryan is saying, tell, tell you guys to stop shooting. And there's other witnesses in the in the cafe. Um, and I don't want to disrespect anyone's feelings that have like passed away for that sort of, in that sort of environment, but it's, and like everything just, it just adds up, you know, like um, Tasmania were holding a, um, the hospital down there was holding yeah. a mass casualty training. Yeah. There was a, a, I don't think it was Geneva, but there was a convention on like SWAT and riot control. So they had like a SWAT team yeah. down gun, there already. Gun control as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there was so much other shit going on and everyone, and I, me- I, I remember I started looking at when Pauline Hanson came out a few years ago and she was saying that it's all fake. And I was like, yeah, she's an absolute idiot. But, and I started looking into it. And I was like, yeah, damn. It's pretty knows? crazy when one of somebody that worked her way up in politics mm. Is saying He's that. talking like yeah. that. Like, I don't care what anyone says. She knows something. That's it. That's it. She's not, she's not dumb like that. Like, I love that lady. Like, <laughs> so do I. She's, isn't, she's she, awesome. isn't she a crazy redhead or something? Like, yeah, yeah. She's, fucking, she's awesome. She's fucking, she's out there, like, pretty ruthless <laughs> in certain ways. Like, there's things that I like, things that I don't like, but I've seen some pretty ruthless things about her. You know, like I said, there is things I do like and things I don't like, but mm. um, I don't agree on everything, but, like, I heard she's pretty. I've seen some stuff where she's pretty outspoken in the courthouse. And yeah. It's like you're in parliament. You, yeah, you're doing something. Like yeah, in parliament. Someone's someone's standing up, courthouse. standing up for the yeah. rights of the the well, general public. Yeah, exactly. Else. What other conspiracies, um, Jared? Do you, do you follow? What about uh, JFK? Who yeah. killed JFK? Oh god! Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's exactly. a video. The video <laughs> that I asked. Even, oh, Jared, you go. You go. I don't know. Like, I think it all just has. It all just links together, doesn't it? Yeah, all like, his brothers I just feel got like chopped. everything's just everything's just linked together. I, I realize this world's pretty fake. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. It's, it's the rich and the poor, isn't like, it? It's the rich and the poor. What's that? It's the rich and the what's poor. What's that? The rich and the poor. Yeah, exactly. Like I just I've noticed, especially sitting around a lot lately with like, you know, just watching someone that can't put a sentence together and um, like just Matt how and things are and <laughs> how conferences are with the person that I'm talking about without talking about him. Yeah, mentioning his name, but. Um, it's just like something's not something's not right. Like yeah. something's just not right. Like this whole COVID thing, something's not right. Oh, like mate. there's not yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. not right. Like everyone that I talk to, they're like, Oh, I had a cold, I had like the snipples, I lost my smell and taste, and it's like 
That happens what? all the time. That's worse than get like well, I don't remember the last time I was sick. Knock on wood. Hopefully I stay pretty healthy. But the last time I was sick was probably when I, like throwing up sick or something or yeah, like something like that. What I would call sick, where you like riddled in bed, would be like when I was hungover, which is hard. Like I couldn't even tell you when it was. So that was self-induced. Like it's not like getting sick so I was like i've noticed like with this whole covid thing i'm like what what's like i'll i'll take the snipples no sense of smell and taste for a little bit yeah over throwing up in bed crook with migraines and stuff like i've seen my mum and people in before like mm. if that's how bad it is like it's not that bad is it yeah like, oh, and compared mate. to all the other stuff that you've lived through that's mate, it i've had swine flu h1n1 <laughs> influenza and mate i feel like dying i slept for three days straight and I have. I don't know anybody that has coronavirus or anybody of anybody that's ever had coronavirus, and it's like really? we've had the we've had the no. I haven't. Sorry, I haven't known anybody that have coronavirus. But it's like the common yeah. the common flu's been around since fuck knows how long. But coronavirus yeah. has been around for twelve months. And they already have a vaccine for it. Sorry, vaccine yeah. for it. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyway, before yeah. we get yeah, bloody, we get we're getting into the rabbit hole before now. Before we get shut, shut down by ASIO, <laughs> we can go wherever we want. With so, well, just um, I just want to speak about obviously you're pretty large on the old uh, obviously around the world. If you're in the FMX scene, extreme sports, a lot of people know who Jared McNeil is, and um, you've got a large social media following. And um, obviously, you, you you posted up a, a video a while ago <laughs> of uh, you doing a stunt with your dog. Obviously, mate, if if you had half a brain about yourself, you could see the video was fake. You could see yeah. the yeah, but obviously there was the the PC brigade that was out there, and they obviously thought it was yeah. the real dog, and you're putting your dog at at risk, which obviously we know you're not, you know, you, you yeah. love animals just as much as everyone else, you know, especially dogs. I love dogs. Yeah. You love dogs, et cetera. Yeah. But uh, give us a bit of a, a rundown <laughs> on obviously what you, what you did. and I watched the know. video this yeah. morning. Because you got death threats as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I got everything. I had <laughs> I had them threatened pedal with me. Those, Yeah, so those run, run, through, run through the incident. Yeah, no, just, um, yeah, it was obviously like, I have a, a pit a, a pit lab mix dog and his name's Ruger and uh, he's about three three and a bit years old now and uh, we had him at eight weeks old so super little tiny puppy and I would put him on my bike and you know like I the first day we got him I would take him in the side by side around the property and and then you know when he was getting bigger I'd put him on the one ten and hold on to him in my chest and like putt around the property with him and when he started getting bigger and i couldn't hold him quite as good i would put his hands on the handlebars and just kept putting him up there like in just getting him to like balance himself and like he got amazing ability like on the bike he's got really good balance and um he knows how to kind of stay there you know and i kind of i just i grip i grip him with my like with my thighs and my knees like i hold on to his like back legs and like kind of squeeze him with the seat yeah, and um, and I uh, just grew up. It took, you know, one day I pulled up on my big dirt bike, like my big full size bike, pulled up next to him, and like he just started like ready to hop up there. And I was like, like I was with Kelsey, and like I'm like, what? Like he wants to get up. He just jumps up and wants to ride. So yeah. I, you know, every day, like every day, when he wants to, he just hops up. If he doesn't want to, he just walks away. But that's good. Um, he he likes to come riding with me all the time. He loves just getting the wind in his like any dog loves sticking yeah. his head out the window 
I just take him up and down the road and he's just all about it. He loves it. I so, watched the video this morning, um, Jared, and you can see yeah. like he just jumps up there and he just knows no, his place, how he's pulling straight on the hangers yeah. to grip him. Yeah. And, mate, that video, I watched it this morning for a laugh and I was showing the yeah. missus and she was like, oh, my God, is that, is that real? I said, no, no, darling. Um, you got 20 <laughs> exactly. million views and it's been up for yeah. 12 months, that video. <laughs> it's crazy. 20 like, million we, views. Um, we did a frigate. We did like – so we were just sitting around one day and – Kelsey was like, oh, I I come across this like cuddle clown stuff. Like it looks like a real, they look uh, like real, like real, <laughs> your animal in real. And I'm yeah. like, no way. I'll hit them, I'll hit them up and see, see if we'll hit them up and see if they'll make a replica of him. And like they would make them smaller. I'm like, could you please like make a life-size one? This is what we're thinking. And I had my, my video guy come out like he's really good with doing like making it look like that. And yeah, we just set it up and um basically we just you know i would do the running shots like i'm gonna jump the ramp yeah. with him sitting up there and that or i had him jump up on my bike as he would normally yeah i'd ride around do the running shots but just not hit the ramp and then we would do the shot with me with the fake one strapped down with like we had an hockey strap like yeah literally a bungee cord <laughs> strapped down the bars behind its back onto the handlebars again to hold it there like these people, like, you mean, look what we're dealing with <laughs> I today. Know. Like, I know. if you grow up, if you grow up in a city and, and like in a little bubble, you don't like realize the real world or like how yeah. things are really are. Like, it's hard for them to like decipher what's real and not yeah. nowadays. And so, um, even when the caption like is like straight up, like, <laughs> cuddle clones tagging the f- company that makes the cuddle clones, like, if you clicked on the tag you'd be like oh yeah oh, oh that's oh that they make replicas oh that's oh, it I get that's that. it you know, like they just can't even these do people, that they like they're sending, sending you death threats they realized it was, eventually it, it was was fake like, yeah well we that's had, it like, they the realized eventually day, yeah the next day i did a video with me with my two dogs which the real one and the fake one okay underneath my arms and i'm like see this real dog see yeah. this Fake yeah. dog. That's actually like, crazy. Not real dog. Like stunt double. This is not yeah. real. This is a real dog. That's like just heck. dumb. Like just <laughs> literally talking to him <laughs> in the video. Like you talking about absolute retard. You have to be taught and explained what this is. Yeah. Well, mate, it's got <laughs> so, a lot of views. So that's twenty million. Yeah. That's stuff. That's, that's exposure, mate. mate. That's exposure. PR, yeah. baby. So we're just. Um, uh, I seen obviously the Melbourne Cup was not long ago. Uh, yeah. A few months ago, and obviously the winner of the race was uh, Jai McNeil, correct? Yeah. And yeah. how's he? Yeah. Is he? You're related to him? Yeah, he's like grew up on the same farm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There yeah, you go. So like, yeah. So my my road, like we grew up on um, Miller Road. So yeah. like you would go past our 600 acre farm down to theirs which was the next farm joining like we our property and their property like so so my dad's dad yep and, and his dad's dad are brothers yeah 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 well there yeah, you go yeah, yeah I, I just remember seeing you put something up saying congratulations yeah, etc i was like you know and it's funny it's because obviously you could almost be a jockey too you've got that size I could all, I, I, he's taller than me is he there you go yeah he weighs about the same or he weighs a bit less than me which is crazy to think but he's actually him and his brother are both professional jockeys yeah, yeah right. and um they're actually taller than me yeah so um our grandfathers grew up training like melbourne cup 
like horses and yeah. um, really involved in all like the racing, horse racing scene and um, yeah, breeding horses and training horses and doing all that. So um, it's quite, yeah, quite crazy to yeah. think um, all our grandfathers on that side, they've all passed away now. Um, super crazy. My uh, grand, my dad's dad passed away in uh, what, 2014 and he passed away on Melbourne Cup in 2014, but he waited up to watch the whole. Yeah, right. He stayed basically alive just to watch, to watch the race. The final That's race heavy. of the Melbourne Cup, and literally after was 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 gone. You know, so um, oh, wow. crazy to think like those guys would be just looking down at this kid. That's yeah. just. That's it. Like, Look at his like He's it's won a, every. He's winning everything. He he's is. won. He's like, always, even this year. He, this he, year he's won yeah. a bunch of things. Man, he's been so, he's been one of the top tier jockeys for the last yeah. oh, 10, 10 years easily. And, yeah, and different horses too. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah. I love mine. You know, yeah, it's my, pretty sick. Like horses. to be, <laughs> I love so punting. So I like to be DBA paying straight into it. Be at X Games competing and being at the top of my sport, and to be watching him at the top of his sport. Like I just, it's unbelievable. Like I don't know what it is, but there's just something going on down our road. That's it. It's, That's it's it. like. To see two two of the family members be at the top of their sports, man, it's, pretty, um, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. It's pretty it's, sick. It's pretty special. In, in different discipline, different horsepower differences. Well, well, yeah, we're well, still horsepower. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jared, yeah. we've got uh, two more questions before we uh, wrap this potty up, mate. Uh, first one being, yeah, any motivation for anybody out there? Obviously, you've come from a humble beginning, like mo- most bike riders do. Dirtbag little yep. kid from all, school. That yeah, yeah, it happens, and it's and it's good to see like kids from the bush uh, giving it a crack. You know, we spoke before that Casey Stoner's from Curry Jack Miller's from yep. Townsville. Um, yep. Obviously, they've they've come from small towns. Um, can you give us yep. motiv- motivation? Any advice? Yeah, there? any advice for anyone? <laughs> Basically, to any advice for anyone to do anything just you know obviously not even sports yeah not even sports mate just yeah. to take shit to the I next level and me, complete your goals for me in society like just noticing things and and i try to be better at it and be good at it or or to pay attention to it and um for me i think a lot of things will get you a lot of places is um taking the time to meet people and talk to people yeah. and go out of your way to even open the door at a service station or whatever it is like just be try and be like more courteous to others like yeah. i get it like sometimes you're going to have a bad day you're going to be less responsive you're going to be a little annoyed it's harder right mm. but i think if you're if you're able to just um be out more outgoing and um, yeah. be nicer and, and try and start conversations with random strangers and that's it uh give just people all the time of the day like I know you can't always give people the time of the day. Things might be happening on in your life that you don't have the time at that point yeah. in time. But I would say try and go out of your way to to um, yeah, just to talk to people and say hello and be nice. And I feel like yeah, just you know, um, networking and meeting people is one of the key things in life to being too, yeah. successful. Course, yeah. I feel like because you know, growing up, they're like, you need to be this smart, you need to do this, you need to be like this. And it's all load of shit. I've, I've kind of noticed the bit I was just about to say is like a load of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, there's a lot of street smart involved with growing up as a kid. Like I moved to America when I was 18 years old. That's like, so young. I moved with, by myself. Like, <laughs> I came over with a friend and he left a couple of weeks later after yeah. X Games. Mum and dad came to watch X Games. They left and I just kind of lived yeah. over there, made made my way and did it myself and did yeah, it with yeah. my own money, you know, that I made from writing with my own me. So yeah. um, 
I, you know, I, I didn't know how to pay taxes. I don't still hardly know how to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not the best at um, spelling and punctuation and, and doing the book side of things and business and like it's hard for me and like even even running social media is a job for me. So um, I would just say try and go out and be out and meet people. I yeah. think that will get people a lot further. Just try and try and be humble. That's it. Um, That's it. Remember where you came from, That's right? It, remember, the, like, remember where you came from. The people that have been around you, family and friends. Um, yeah, go out and uh, give a crack. Take yeah. that. Any, any, like, any people that are bringing you down and that use it as the opposite, like motivation. That's it. And don't even let it. People don't let are it. Teasing you. Yeah. Don't motivated. let it. Don't like, let it get to you. Like, who wrong. cares what people oh, think? I suck at that. Okay. I'm who cares? Yeah. Wrong. Exactly. Who cares like, what people think? That easy. Like, yeah. Whatever you were told that you suck at, you were like, I'm, and you were serious about that thing, and they told you that you sucked at it. You're like, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know? That's it. I Give, remember being told. Remember, like third grade or second or third grade of <laughs> school, growing up on the farm with all these kids, and we we went out to a lake, like Lake Boga, yeah. in Central Victoria. And I remember we were at the school there, Lake Charm, Lake Charm School. I remember these kids were like, "You don't ride bikes, you don't have a dirt bike." <laughs> I was like second grade. I'm like, "I live on a farm. I have a Pee fifty. I have one. I remember. I'm like, I was That's getting frustrated because they didn't believe me. Yeah. I'm like, I ride too. Like." But, you know, and, and after are, that, I mate, feel like fuck. that was one of the key things as a yeah. kid. I was like, I ride. I'm a yeah. rider. I want to ride dirt bikes and I want to be known for riding a dirt bike, you know? That's it. Now you're so, one of the best in the world. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think um, that, like, anyone talks down to you and that and people are always in different situations in life and whatnot. So, um, but that's just maybe something to think about and build on. And yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, obviously we have bad days and sometimes maybe you may treat someone a little little unfairly and maybe try and fix that or whatever but yeah. um you know it's just try and go out of your way maybe sometimes a little more and that's it might it. be better in that's the long it. run just give people the way i see it mate is just give people your time time is free yeah. your time is yeah. free Politeness like, is like free. you have now you know you've given us you know an hour of your life to you know help us do this podcast and you know hopefully it reaches someone out there to you know com- complete their goals and you know accomplish their dreams and you know worse you know worst comes to worst you know save a life you know yeah i that's, think um like because the whole thing with this a lot of this conversation is like like a lot of mental health and things like that right like yeah of course yeah that, yeah of things, course it is. there's a lot of a lot of struggles in life isn't there like i like just to give you an idea like you know you would think like looking at me and my career like i'm always you know i make decent money riding a motorcycle and I've traveled the world and I have nice things and I've, you know, I haven't, I haven't tried to waste my money and try and put my yeah. money. I, I'm not a very great investor in like say property stuff just yet, but like I try and invest in smart decisions. Like, you know, rather than going out and spending money on drinking every weekend, like most people do, I would take that. I'd rather save money like that and put it into earth moving equipment yeah, and tractors awesome. and having my own place, facility, jumps, fun things for the next yeah. generation of people to come and have fun in the backyard and and like i always try and think like that like you know just not not i guess not wasting money and um getting getting carried away in other lifestyles um you know trying trying to keep my head on my shoulder and um i guess yeah trying to teach that to others i suppose and try and spread the word and um like obviously mental health's a big 
a big thing nowadays. A lot of people, yeah. and I, I had a breakdown probably two weeks ago, where or probably a month ago now, and um, uh, Kelsey was like, "Hey, we need we need to go down to San Diego for a couple of days, yeah. and a couple of nights, and you just need to chill out. Like this is like you've." You, you've just hit a point where it's not right. Yeah. Like as, as far as not with us, I'm talking just- Yeah, of course, like with, just in life in um, general. There's politics, honestly, like politics here in America yeah, got of to course. me a fair bit. Um, uh, my writing, just kind of sitting around for a year. And like, That's don't it. get me wrong, I've been doing, I've tried to stay busy where we aren't doing shows, but I'm trying to film and make content and be on social media and do stuff like that. And then I look at other writers that, I've got some better opportunities throughout COVID and I'm like, you know, you think, oh man, they've got this many medals and like I've got a high name and yeah. like sometimes politics hold you back in certain ways yeah, and of course. things you like that. Like so here I was in looking Australia. at stuff like, right, I was looking at that and I'm like, what? Like, why? Like, where's the opportunity? So I was getting bummed out and um, yeah, just looking at it, like I said earlier, like fake, like just everything's fake yeah. and just kind of got to a breaking point and came back from a break like away a couple of days away and kind of reevaluate the situation and today I was actually talking to it with about my filmer who lives here at my property and and he's like man you know what's crazy you had that breakdown the other day and like yeah. you're like you're pretty bad like he was like he's he's lives here so he knows and um I was he's like you know it's crazy now that you've had that experience and now the last two weeks you've been doing more stuff with writers here in Southern California than I've ever seen yeah in the past and like things are coming to you where before you were like hoping you would get experience, but I didn't want to be like a part of the clique. Like yeah. I just want to do my own thing and be me and go and ride with people that want to ride with me and enjoy riding. A bike. Yeah, of course. I don't want to be in a group that's like accepting you or not. I just want to ride with those guys and be cool and just go and hang out and ride and do your thing. Right. And so we always talked about things like that. And it's like, it's crazy now, like how things have kind of started to change a little bit. Maybe, even maybe even my thought process and attitude towards those things too, you yeah. know, like you start getting bummed and negative, things start going down. You try and turn it around and start thinking positive. Maybe it gets better, you know. So it's 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 a weird a weird thing and yeah. like a lot of time to think about it through COVID. So well, that's it. Now at least it's yeah. made you think and learn from it. So it, you know that that's that's the positive out of it. Yeah, I mean, I, like I like I know like stories that you guys would have, and it's like there's a lot of stories that you guys have and like i'm sure there's a lot of things fears and stuff that you guys have had to overcome yeah of course um it's like there's a lot of guys that can relate to you there's a lot of guys that can relate to me like in all different scenarios yeah. so yeah it's yeah, good sweet good man about it. well um yeah. good to hear. last question uh future plans what is what what does jared see for the next you know you're only young still, so obviously you, you can't ride for the rest of your life. You're starting to get to the age now where your bones are starting to get a bit sore. I'm sure you're waking up a bit sore in the mornings now. And, you know, what, what's the plans, you know, FMX um, and then obviously post-FMX? Yeah, try and uh, try and tr- keep hanging in there, see how many more contests we have left up the sleeve. And um, I'd like to compete a little more and try and at least tick off a few more medals if I can and see 100%. if I can get that count. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, Still determined for that. Um, obviously, see where Nitro Circus and touring and stuff like that goes, and hopefully we have you know another ten years of that would be awesome. But yeah. you never know. Like I, I look at, um, you know, I'm 
uh, what, 30 years old, about to turn 30. So I look at Bo Bamberg, who's, what, 42-something now, yeah. is he? Still busting. Yeah, so, yeah, still killing it. Yeah. And he's still killing it, yeah. doing tricks, backflip tricks, mm. like looking awesome, doing whips, the things that he's good at. Like and he's himself. the hardest so motherfucker like, out there too. Is he? Yeah, he crashed one day. He crashed one day and literally I, we, there's probably two of us ran over to him. He's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm good. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get, get headbutted by him, eh? he's, he's a scary dude. Even oh, I'm scared of him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, he was a real territorial person when I first came to America. There was like him, Adam Jones, yeah. a few of them. Like, I remember getting in, I got in wrestles with Adam Jones in the locker room because they just – they were like they were a bit funny with me back in the day. Yeah. They tried to make I guess they just were just older. They just tried to make me earn my keep in America and establish a name. And yeah. back mm. when I was younger, I was like I'd get upset and emotional about it because I was like, why is everyone picking on me? Yeah, I'm like, you know, because I'm just a little. I was kind of like the little dude on tour, so it's like it was always an easy <laughs> target. But um, it's cool, you know, seeing them and growing up with them on tour and kind of just hanging out with them, and it's it's amazing now, like. Just the years, it's just like a family tour. Oh, of course, man, it is. Like, it is. Even you, Matt, like where you're with us on tour, and like, yeah, you're you're part of the family. Like, it's not just the riders. Like, we yeah. all have. You it's know, everyone. Yeah, it's everyone. Yeah, production. It's like, you know, we have our ups and downs for sure, but it's yeah. like no, it's just like I've, any yeah, family. Like, it. we just we just went crazy. I've been cranky. I've been cranky a few times at a lot of years. <laughs> But I'm I'm just a big brother. I'm just a big brother. Yeah, big brother puts on his yeah, big dad pants. Up, That's pretty oh, good. We've wrestled you a few times. It takes have you? It'll take about six years. Yeah. It takes about three or four of us to even try to have a go, but we have a go. Yeah. So um yeah, back to it. You know you know what um you're gonna start. You know is it something like, like Jed? Mate, Jed's basically start. You know Franklin Farm. He's gonna start doing a bit of. He's got this flight yeah. academy now. He's gonna do some training with young kids and stuff. Is that is that something you're gonna look at doing in? Yeah, so I've built this course here in the backyard and I've got the foam pin and everything, so I'd like to help. Um, obviously, I want to try and do stuff now while I have chances to do the other stuff, and that's like kind of like not a last resort thing, but I'd like to, at the end of my career, be able to coach kids and bring up people. Yeah. I enjoy seeing people try tricks and learn tricks yeah. and, and be a part of it and uh, helping riders. I really enjoy that. So that's something I'd look at. Um, yeah, then uh, just earth-moving stuff. I just want to own equipment and um, ha- I want to be able to – probably like being be able to employ my friends that um yeah. guys that are doing great on construction or dudes that maybe even need a bit of a hand to get back on track with life and um get a job even so like if i if i'm able to be able to create some sort of business later down the track where i can employ employ people to go out and contribute to the blue collar hard working industry yeah. that i like love and support then um i'd like to be able to contribute to that into that industry um so yeah that's that's kind of where i think after writing would be would be that would be kind of the two avenues that i'm i'm looking at so awesome man that's awesome well things um, always change though you never know exactly right right. we'll play it play it by ear and hopefully covid starts to disappear soon or and uh we can get back touring and i literally just went to the post uh, post office this morning got my uh, us visa just turned up in the post so that's all oh, been that's done, nice. yeah. So that's another exciting. three years, all good, good yeah. to go. So hopefully, cool. yeah, we can start touring. I'd love to come out because you know, I'd love to come out your way and hang out yeah. and shoot some guns. Round Obviously, you round, love your, you love your guns, boys. Yeah, you round love your guns as well. So guns. get some guns, yeah, do some that'd shooting. Be sick. 
Happy days. Yeah, get it while you can. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, actually, I, soon, I did, we won't even be able to, soon we won't even be able to have cap guns. Yeah, well, I did see there was a smash shooting last night in LA, I think. Was it? Yeah, I just, it was, um, oh, when I say mass, I think it was only five. You know, well, I shouldn't say Yeah, it don't have to be five. It was only, it was, it? Yeah, it was four, like four. Four or five. Yeah. It was four people killed, yeah. Even a, a kid was killed, so it's no, not It's not As good. sad as it is, it's crazy that a mass shooting could be late. Like, you would think a mass shooting would be, like, more than four like, people. Like, but ten? Like, yeah. You would yeah. think, wouldn't you? You would think, but I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's mass it's, in a way. It's, but yeah, it's, it's it was fucking disgusting. It's, it sucks, and hey, like that's a subject we could probably talk about. Like growing up in Australia, um, having our guns taken away, Port Arthur, like you said, being yeah. a, being a setup point for that, yeah. and then living here in America for ten years, and um, honestly, I've never not felt like I've never felt sketchy or unsafe in America. Yeah, and even without having guns, too. Sometimes, like yeah, it's really. like. You know, I don't travel around state to state with a gun. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I, I can't do that. So it's like, um, and I and I've been all around America without you, without you protecting yeah. me. I've yeah. been around America <laughs> yeah. too. You know, yeah, exactly. like I've, I've traveled, I've traveled around America by like by myself or with people and going places, and I've never ever felt no either unsafe because because I know people have guns yeah. because I know yeah. that the good people out there would come to save yeah to do their for that to, do, to do the right thing. Um, and I, I think about it at home, like I get more sketched out sometimes at home in Australia. No, oh, 100%. You know, when I'm at my mate's place in Melbourne or Sydney or whatever, that anyone could just come in and if maybe I could find some object to beat them. Yeah, with, yeah. I'd have That's no so hope. true. I'd have I, no actually, hope. Uh, like, I actually had a knife pulled on yeah. me last Saturday night at a pub. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've had a knife. Had that, never had that in America. Never. Yeah, even, had... even, even I think maybe having an accent too is a big yeah. contributing yeah, factor to it because – I've met some gangsters down in some pretty rough places walking through and you're like downtown somewhere yeah. and you're like, G'day, mate. hey, mate, what's up? And they're like, oh, you're from Australia? Yeah. But they don't fuck with you. Yeah. They don't, like, they just yeah. keep going. So, yeah, but cool. I, maybe I've got that on my side. But, like, yeah, it's a, it's a weird subject and I hope I, I there's, and you know it, like, yeah. um, I've seen Australia change in the last 10 years that I've lived over here and. And the, and the rules and the things that they try and implement on us back there, even though we are a pretty free country and we do get to yeah. have a pretty good life. Yeah, of course. Um, but I notice that there's differences here that they're um, infringing on our freedoms here a big time lately, and it's like I'm not for that. Like yeah. I want to. This is this is awesome here. Yeah. This is a sick yeah, country to live in. So well, let's um, keep our balance. Yeah, well, we've gone down the rabbit hole again. I reckon. Yeah, uh, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm mate, just thinking. We might do a part. We might do a part two with you, and let's just go. We'll go completely off the beaten track, you know. Do I? Yeah, like even you know, like kind of like a, a Joe Rogan style, where it's just Here off the beaten track, Elon Musk style, you know, where they just get high yeah. and just talk rubbish. Yeah. I'd love to do that yeah. one day because, as I said, when we're on tour together, we always have a chat. Let's and just we- do that. Let's just do that for me so I don't have any sponsors, and then we'll just get yeah, real we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait like for that. So, some, so we can talk about like. All kinds of all sorts <laughs> of shit. Being, being like rammed, yeah. you know, Epstein, you know what, or like anything. Epstein. A hard time, <laughs> talk about China. Talk, talk about North Korea. <laughs> talk about coronavirus. We'll get there eventually. But um, anyway, Jared, man, thanks Thank for thanks, brother. Yeah, been, thanks, um, thanks for giving me your time and jumping on and. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can catch up in one. the next few months ish. <laughs> and uh, yeah. 
I know we were I know we were jumping back and forth for a little bit. Hey, can we get you next week? Can we get nah he's busy. Nah, I can't be there. Oh, yeah. Know. It's yeah, difficult. Finally was- made it happen, dude. When you were asking me, I was like, Yeah, I really want to be on there. And like, yeah. it's actually crazy, like the last couple of weeks just been trying to stay busy with filming and that and trying to do some yeah. stuff. So Mate, and I'm exactly, flat out. Uh, I'm flat out as well. And Shane doesn't, you know, he works somewhere else, so he's flat out as well. Yeah, so jobs, yeah, yeah, flat out. Crazy. And obviously, it's Easter, Easter Friday here today. Yeah. So you know, so what, it's lucky we're real, not what real, working. What, do you have just a normal job now, Shane? Or uh, yeah. So I left the Navy four years ago. I started plumbing, um, and then yeah. uh, I sort of took a, a massive pay cut from leaving the Defence Force to become a, a mature yeah. age plumber. So I started to be an Uber driver. I done that for yeah. about twelve months. Uh, that was fun, and then I started doing security work uh, with another company. Then I met Matthew two years later, so I sort of yeah. jumped ship, um, and now I've got another second job, another casual job here, working on the um, the port of Newcastle. Sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So we're all yeah. busy. Like, just thinking about that, just like kind of like even hearing your guys' story too, because I feel like. You know, we spend a lot yeah. of conversation here talking about me and my background, but yeah, and obviously you guys have different stories. But getting questioned by me, I guess. So, oh, yeah, no, we, yeah. We could, yeah, yeah, definitely do that. But it's, if it's, you want to get on, I think our episode four it was just me and him talking about yeah. each other, and it's like we we oh, sort of it. we sort yeah. of just like rush that, but very yeah, quick. that'd be very, cool. Very that'd be cool one day. You you yeah. become the interviewer. Yeah, oh, I actually yeah, would dude. like that. That'd, that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Definitely. I just don't like. Yeah, the only guy with you guys is like. And I was talking to someone about this the other day. Is like, yeah. it, there's things that like we can ask, and there's things that we can't ask, and there's stuff that's like, yeah, you know, it's like a hard one to like. You guys are fucking gnarly. You guys have been <laughs> Thanks, places man. that we probably should never dream of or want to ever go, and yeah. it's like you never thought you would be, or you did, or it's like uh, to to be able to talk to you guys that have come back from the places you've came bo- yeah. from, and like, fuck the respect I have for people that put. For being able to do what we do on a yeah. daily basis is because of guys like you that get to go go overseas and do what you do and like. No, I appreciate I it. Thanks, I man. I can't Cheers. thank you guys enough. I appreciate your service and that man. Like it's no, it's thanks. sick to be able to talk to you guys and yeah, awesome, awesome. legend. Thanks, so, Jared. All right, man. Yeah. We'll uh, cheers, guys. We'll end it here. Catch ya. Yeah, mate. Cheers. Wait, wait, wait. Now, quickly, just before you go, I want to tell you about Three Zeros Coffee. Now, as you know. I like my coffee how I like my men, long and black. (laughs) However, lately, I've moved into the cold brews. I'm loving it, obviously, because the weather here in Australia at the moment is quite hot. So what I've been doing is using the seasoned campaigner pour-over filter bags, literally rip open the packet, put the filter bag over my coffee mug, a few ice cubes, pour in some hot water, let it cool down, add a sugar or two just to make it sweet and... I fucking love them. Honestly, you get the kick that you need out of the caffeine and the taste is great. So if you want to get yourself a supply of coffee, head over to 30scoffee.com.au. From there, you can choose whatever you want. You've got the beans, you've got the pour over filter bags, got some merchandise. And just to let you know that a percentage of their sales is forwarded to organizations that support first responders. So while you're getting your coffee, you're doing a good deed by getting some of this money to the first responders and where it needs to go. While you're there, don't forget to use the discount code 3ZLIMITS. Now, look in our bio. You see that discount code. Use it. Get your discounts. So, again, jump onto 30scoffee.com.au and grab yourself a supply.